Hello, friends and family, and welcome to the Quick Change Podcast. The Quick Change Podcast is a place where we discuss how life has quickly changed for us all. I will be sharing stories with you from performing artists, from moms, dads, YouTube influencers, people all over the world that are sharing how life has quickly changed for them all. They will also be sharing some of their best practices as well as mantras and places that they go to just ground themselves. So thank you so much for joining in. I hope that you are able to like, share, and subscribe. You heard the ding. That's right. Like, share, and subscribe. We love you and we hope to see you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Quick Change Podcast. I am your host, Shirley Gore. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us again for this episode. Um, This episode means a lot to me. Every episode means a lot to me. But this episode, (laughs) that but completely just 86 is everything I said before that. That's fine. But. I, this, this next guest that I have coming up, um, we met, I'm going to shoot in the dark on the date or, or on the year. I'm going to say, if not to maybe 2008, maybe 2009, I don't know. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. My armpits are sweating. So we met 2008, 2009, and it was love at first sight. Um, this young man is a performer. He is an artist. He is a creator. He is a brother. He is a son. He is a grandson. He is a partner. He is a prayer warrior. He is um, ingenious when it comes to embarking on a character and then bringing that character to fruition on stage. And then the character that he is off stage, the character that everyone wants in their living room on any given Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I introduce you to the incomparable Darius Anthony Harper. Welcome. Cheryl, is that you? (laughs) It's me. Is that you, Cheryl? It's me, Darius. How are you? I am I'm great. I'm too blessed to be stressed, as they say. I mean, I know we're all having a really tough time right now, mm-hmm. but I'm so thankful to, you know, have a mother and have her be with us today and have a friend like you, and it's really great to hear your voice. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm really proud of you. Thank you, Darius. Of course. Um, I'm grateful to have my mom on Mother's Day. Um, this Amen. Is- um, I'm grateful that you have your mother on Mother's Day. Um, I, I got a few. Yes, we <laughs> okay. don't. We have a village. few. Because if uh, the culture, if in within this culture, um, if you were raised in this culture, you have a few mamas, and I've gotten yes. a few whoopings, not spankings, but whoopings okay. from whoopings. from people that were shape shifting into my mother, also known oh, as not shape shifting. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so happy it's Mother's necessary. Day to all the mothers. So Darius, this is the Quick Change podcast. And oh my God. we Excited. have literally done some quick changes together. Darius, um, we both worked on Disney Cruise Line together and he was my Simba. I was, I was his Nala. 
And my forever Nala. Yes, my forever Simba. So we have done some literal quick changes. I'm talking under stage where oh, there's smoke, smoke, like smoke, smoke in the room. Sure. It was <laughs> literally called the trap. Before we enter that that elevator, we would be in this like like uh, trap room, right? And yes. it was filled with gas, <laughs> with fumes. Okay, <laughs> and we would then rise to the public. But it, oh god, just those moments of just dying. And I thought we'd see the end together, surely, <laughs> and we will. Just not on the Disney magic. <laughs> yes, just not on the Disney magic. We made it. We made it. But since oh. then. Darius has, I mean, the list could go on and on, but to name a few, he has been the MC for Volta. He has been Lola and Kinky Boots. He's been the host for After Midnight, and come June and July, he he's also going to be in a web series called Call Center. So yes. with all of these amazing shows that you've done on and off stage, what has been the most influential quick change of them all? Oh, wow. Um, and thank you for, for letting all the kids, letting the children know she's been around for a while. Yes. Um, I, I am a woman of a certain age. I may not look it, but yes. <laughs> but I am, you know, now being in my mid-30s. Yes. Um, I think the most important quick change for me um, would be self. Mm. And I think self encompasses a lot of things. Um I think self encompasses how you feel about yourself, mm -hmm. how you feel others see you, mm -hmm. um, how you want others to see you, mm -hmm. and um, how you navigate all those different sort of perspectives of it, you know? And mm -hmm. I think when we first met, I, I, I can put some words in your mouth, but, you know, I was a kid. I was like, I was 19 or 20, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I think you could attest that I was probably uh, aggressive and... Mm -hmm going for it without, uh, you know, very little thought to um, the impact right. and the energy around me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, even in my success, I have found a lot of hard times. Like, there have been jobs that I won't, I won't see again. There right. will be jobs that I perform my last day at. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know, um, because I was being the, the version of myself that I thought I would was supposed to be at that moment. Mm -hmm. So all that to say, um, today I, I see the experiences and the lows and the highs mm -hmm. um, as all in a learning experience on how to navigate the world and be okay with my circumstance mm -hmm. in, the, in, in the entertainment world because I don't think we all come from the same place, you know? And, right. Or excuse me, the same, the same background. Right. Um, and that's okay, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I'm so thankful for God and time mm -hmm. and being able to, though it's still a work in progress, you yes. know, being able to be okay with me so that I'm okay with the way others are seeing me, you know? Yes, which is so important. I tell people all the time, I've, I think we've all been in therapy <laughs> at some point in our lives. And when I was going to therapy, my therapist would ask me, you know, why are you so concerned with what other people think of you? And I really had to go home and like search myself. And Darius, it tied back to my performing arts world. I'm like, I 
audition for the gig, right? And so they're judging me to where, whether I get it or not. Once I get from the jump. gig, right, from yeah, jump. The so people once in I, the room, the people in the waiting room. Right. The people in the taxi on the way there. Like, right. All, all and there. so then I book the gig, and then at every show, <laughs> they're taking notes. Now they're right. judging me after I've booked the gig, and then once the gig is over, they judge me again to see if they want to bring me back. And if that is all you've ever lived, it you have to take it home. You have yes. to ingest it. How could you not? Because it's you. You are the product, you know? Right. Um, and I think we look at it as a product a lot in the, in the art industry right. um, because we are so, it is such a critical business and we are so criticized, for lack of a better right. term. Um, right. But that is something I learned. I remember on Cirque du Soleil, I would start the show, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm the first thing on the stage. Mm-hmm. So I would be in the wings. I used to get, no, I get nervous. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like a, like a sweaty palms, like shaky, mm-hmm. shaky boots. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was with that show for about three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a time about, I don't know, a year into the, the process mm-hmm. um, when I was about to go on. And I was like, Darius, no matter what happens in this show, the one that happened yesterday or the one that's going to happen two weeks from now, mm-hmm. You're going to be all right. Yeah. This is your job. This yeah. is your gig. Yeah. This is your life. Yeah. You know? And so what is it going to aid mm-hmm. or or how much more difficult is the process going to be if mm-hmm. you continue to let this outside expectation, like, govern mm-hmm. the now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think... That speaks back to the self I was speaking of. Releasing expectations of yourself and others is very, very, very important. Um, And just living in the now, girl. If it's going to be crusty, dusty, rusty, it's going to be the best dusty, crusty, rust you got in the moment. (laughs) You know? Because that's all you can control. Is the the moment. What what was the hardest lesson being in the business, living in New York, the hustle and bustle? Mm -hmm. What was one of the hardest lessons you learned? Year to date. Wow. Um, I still think I'm learning, surely. Yeah, we all are. But yeah, as oh, of gosh. year to date, right? Because we're always evolving day to day. But mm-hmm. as of right now, as you look back and you reflect, what was one of the hardest lessons? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big proponent on authenticity and uh, visibility for um, people in the arts people who are looking to have a, you know, become something with with themselves in their lives, Mm -hmm. um, um, being true to their struggle, you Mm -hmm. know, because I think our struggle is our strength. And I know a lot of times we have these industries that are not made for certain people. Yes. Um, They were created um, for a privilege. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I think that theater is one of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times um, being a kid who's interested in theater coming from maybe a not so good circumstance at Mm -hmm. home, Mm -hmm. um, your social aspects or the way that you deal with the world are skewed a little bit. And um, I'm here to create like a space where we put visibility on that and rehabilitating these kids through the arts yes. and, and through theater because theater is healing. Theater saves lives, yes. you know? And um, I think that 
is going to be a challenge and it has been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I have <clears throat> always looked at myself and said, why can't you be an advocate for something? Why can't you be ready now? And why can't, you know, and I, I think when I did release like the expectations of other people or mm-hmm. shortcomings for myself, that really did give me more space to, to think of how I could enrich my experience by helping enrich someone else's. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to fight. It's always going to be hard for someone like me because I live, I live out loud and I always, I have not always mixed with, you know, the energy in the room. Yes. And I think that has been a duty for me yes. more than, more than a burden, yes. you know? Um, yes. And I do it six times again. It's it meant that where I am today, mm-hmm. um, fighting like to create visibility for queer artists, right. for artists of color, for marginalized people, for people who are immunocompromised, yeah. for people who don't come from a good home, from people who have overcome poverty and yeah. childhood homelessness. Yeah. Like it's just so many things that come along with my journey. Yeah. And I'm here to tell people that like I ain't shibuch, but like honestly like if someone like me can create even a semblance of a normal life and, yes. and be thriving and yes. working to do to do better yes. um, and cognizant of that and feeling all while doing that, then you can do it too, you know? Yes. Yes. Oh, she's long-winded. That was a long one, Cheryl. No, but <laughs> no, it was so inspiring. No, it's so inspiring because, you know, especially as artists, because we don't share a lot um, nowadays with each other, just out of fear, we don't, we don't have these platforms to talk about what it boils down to Darius is mental health. Right. And so, um, ding, 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 mental health. And so that ties me into my next question, which is for those, those artists that are out there now, and they literally, the thing that makes them, them, the thing that they are in debt behind because they paid X amount of dollars to go to school for the thing that broke their parents, the thing that paid their bills in this moment, they do not have access to. What, what would you tell them just to encourage them? Wow. Um, I would say that we are in a, a territory uncharted. Yes. Um, I would say that speaking during quarantine times, of course, um, I would say that uh, though it looks really discouraging right now, <clears throat> anything is possible yes. if you put your mind to it and you prepare for it. Yes. Um, just like anything else in our lives, I think something that means something to us, we're going to focus on and put energy into, right? Yes. And so who are we today? Mm-hmm. We had all this time with ourselves, you know? And yes. I think that this is an opportunity for everyone to slow down mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, not only look inward, but look outward, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what in your periphery inside of you around you <clears throat> is a part of what you see yourself being after this traumatic ass time right and what isn't i think we have an opportunity to <clears throat> look at those goals and those dreams mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I think there's, I think we have a curse sometimes in this country. We say when we're 18, when we're 25, we'll have a house, we'll have we'll own this apartment, we'll right. have a production contract, we'll have a movie, we'll have <clears throat> all of these things. And, girl, Miss Rona don't care about no um, <laughs> Mirabax film, honey. Okay, this 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 Rona don't care about no sherry pie. No, uh, catfishing these boys online. This Rona has everybody in the house. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> okay, predators and people yes. with four one ks and all. Yes. Listen, I'm 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 myself right now. I'm taking out of my four one k to make sure that I'm okay after. Yes. This this all dissolves, right. or you know, we just kind of morph back into it. Right. So I say honestly. Prepare. Write down the list. Check it twice. CPB and naughty or not. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, facts. <laughs> <laughs> just, just make a plan and and stick to it and and make your word impeccable. Mm. You know, to yourself. I think first. As you began, you're. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. Darius. No, you can go ahead. I ain't got nothing to say. Okay, explain it. I'll just dive in. <laughs> So as you as you embarked on your healing journey, Darius, what was what was one of the first things that had to fall from you? What was the first thing that had to shed away in order for you to get to the root of the problem? Oh, definitely pride. Um, I think. Pride manifests in many different ways. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Where I think of some days it can be ego. Yes. And some days it can be heartache, but not wanting anybody to see that. So you put on an ego so people stay away from you. So yes. they don't really see what's going on. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I have always been someone who wanted to be the best. So nobody asked questions. Mm. You know, mm. so when you're... When you're 14 yes. and you haven't eaten in two days, mm. it doesn't matter if you're good in rehearsal and nobody has a chance to talk to you. Like, why right. are you lacking? You know right. what I mean? Right. <clears throat> so I think uh, I'm going to talk a lot about expectations in my journey today. I guess it just kind of all yes. ties into one. Um, I think the expectations on myself and what I thought other what I thought others expected of me mm -hmm. created this sense of perfection and and um neuroses mm -hmm. and um I think as I got older mm -hmm. realizing that we are our biggest critics we put ourselves through the most yes. um but we're not alone we're not uh singularly you know, miserable yes. and having a, a tough life or, you know, adulting being hard, like that's, that's normal. Yes. So the more that we kind of try to, I wouldn't say, I think it's hard for all of us to just say off the bat, I'm going to connect with this person. I'm going right. to be an open person. I'm going to accept love in my life right. or, you know, things that I don't, I've never been given or don't think that I'm worthy of or even know how to attract or right. get, you know, I think that's right. a lot to ask of people. Right. But I think when you release pride um, in knowing that we are not singularly cursed, you're not special. Yes. Um, everybody's heartaches. Yes. You know, and uh, I think if you allow people to see that a little bit in you or a vulnerability. Yes. Um, 
you catch more flies with honey, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's, that takes a journey in everybody. But, yeah. um, I started loving myself mm-hmm. and not being afraid to, mm-hmm. to show that mm-hmm. and allow others to agree with me, you know? Yes. yes. And that took dropping pride and ego and, you know, yeah. that's a rough journey. It's, um, but I have, feel like I've been watching you as you've been watching me evolve and go through our journeys. You know, God knows we have our separate phone calls of, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Pray for me, you know, all of those things. And so during your journey and your heal, you, you were still booking gigs and healing simultaneously. And so Lola, I remember Lola and I remember some of the phone calls that were happening in between shows, but then I would see the video and the pictures and be like, the hat, you know, nobody knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then looking at you, you know, for the pictures from Volta and all of that stuff. So as a performer, how, how was it feeling kind of like, Jekyll and Hyde and and literally doing a quick change from being in your neuroses and healing through it to to being someone that is palatable for for society and for the audience. Um, it's definitely like you said, it's a Jekyll and Hyde. Like I there was a moment, um, in God Rest His Soul, yes. um, where one of my Volta um, castmates, yeah. uh, fell during a show yeah. and, and lost his life. Right. Um, and I remember I was there on the stage. I was like the first, like closest person to him mm-hmm. on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he fell mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we didn't really know for a few days, like what was going on. Right. Um, but I went and I just started getting wasted in my hotel room. Right. Um, they told us the next day, obviously, that he had passed away. Right. And so I remember from that moment, I was just like, you know, getting it in because I couldn't really deal with right. um, what I had seen or like what right. the idea of like, as an artist, mm-hmm. what if that had been me? You right. know what I mean? Right. What would I, would my soul be wandering around? Right. Um, who am I fulfilling today, you know, right. who, just a lot of who's and why's and mm-hmm. how did I get here and, and what had I sacrificed? So at that time, there had been so much time of like highs, like super, super high, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for every opportunity from Disney Tokyo to the cruise lines yes. to countless regional gigs yeah. to Book of Mormon, you yeah. know, like just originating casts and yeah. like working with like three Tony award-winning directors is like not a small seat, but like at the end of the day, when you're like on the inside, like you haven't eaten in two days or like, you know, you have no money in your bank account because you're sending money home to like, you know, do what you do as a black man in our culture, you know? Um, and so I think intersectionality plays a lot into, um, a weakness and a strength. Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, as a queer artist of color, I feel like I have to push the envelope as far as my career goes mm-hmm. <clears throat> and my public image. <clears throat> yeah. So you're not going to catch me slipping. You might have a few years ago, but not today, girl. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and I haven't, but that's, but, and that goes into like, think about when you first came into the business mm-hmm. as a queer artist, queer African-American artist. And, and now 
things have changed. You know what I mean? This the struggle Very is still so. real. Let's just be honest. But um, things have changed, and so what have you noticed that has changed the most for the culture? I am so blown away at times when um, I get like email messages or Facebook requests from these like young black. Mm-hmm. Just gay as the dickens boys who are just talented (laughs) and so blessed and so beautiful, you know, because that was not the case when I first, I moved to New York in 2004 and I remember my first kind of mantra on the business was I'm going to be the token guy in the show. Mm -hmm. That's what it was back then. It Mm -hmm. wasn't no, you can be the this or the that or Mm -hmm. the you know, mm-hmm. Sally Floozy, you're going to be the, the black person or you're not going to be in the mom. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it wasn't really, I mean, I always kind of, I mean, from the grave, excuse me, from the grave, goodness, let me not do that to myself. Sorry, God. <laughs> um, from the womb, God, listen, that was before you slept, honey. Yes. Listen, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus carried his bones, please, okay? Let me not see that into existence. And, and, um, so, uh, from the womb, I've always been like, like drag was sort of something that I was into. I liked, I liked painting my face and dressing up mm-hmm. and belting wicked. You know what I mean? I yeah. loved all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't really until <clears throat> like Kinky Boots came around mm-hmm. and um, that really opened a sort of avenue <clears throat> for someone like me because I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, a pro advocate for a super pro advocate for LGBTQIA plus 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 right, right. Um, agendas. Yeah. I'm not a trans person, but I have been gender nonconforming. Yes, I definitely will wear what I want, and I'll wear a dress and a skirt. Right, <clears throat> right. And to see that me being me uh, at a on a news station in Des Moines, Iowa. Yes. Um, on a good morning Des Moines situation yes, yes. or in Chicago yes. or I did, you know, good day New York, yes. like as a queer black artist, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, if, if my struggle and feeling like my journey here was difficult, mm-hmm. um, and that I have been sort of scapegoated for being in the fray, mm-hmm. um, way less than I haven't, uh, yes. to be honest with you. But if that's the price I had to pay, I'd do it again six times. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it, it really it's seeing those messages, just affirming that the kids they they see my YouTube videos. It's yes. like, girl, I mean, I haven't even seen my YouTube video in years and years and years. Like, it's just it's really humbling, right. and it released something in me mm-hmm. that like art saved my life. You yes, know what I mean? Absolutely. And so to be affirmed that like me kind of sacrificing my time and my heart mm-hmm. to help other people because. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that people understand that and get that, that, that is really the most meaningful to me. Yes. Um, That's, um, I don't even know if I answered the question. No, you know, I'm, no, I'll, no. I'll flip a question like Judge Judy, honey. <laughs> <laughs> like Judas Shindlin. No, you did great. No, you're just, you're feeding me. I'm learning stuff. And, and, um, and it means so much, like you said, when someone that's younger that comes back to say, you've empowered me. Thank you. I saw you on this. I saw you on that. And so it means that you're doing something right. Now, my last question, my last question, Darius, for those of for those of the people out there that think they know you. 
and thought they knew you. <laughs> Nothing, sorry. What do you want them to know about this Darius? What did you want them to know about that Darius? What do you want the world to know about you, Darius? I am so grateful to be taken seriously as an artist. Mm. I'm so grateful to be liked as a human being. Mm. Um, I'm so grateful to have people who believe in me Mm -hmm. and put stock into me and speak life into me. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for all the years under my belt Mm -hmm. and those to come. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that... As human beings, we are flawed, mm-hmm. and everyone deserves a chance to do the work mm-hmm. and to have that work be recognized mm-hmm. in any sense. Um, I don't believe in congratulating the work. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in just allowing it to exist. Yes. Mm. Mm. in a world Mm. um i'm so excited for my future and uh like i just said before i've done so much work to better myself and to be a better advocate for what i do um and if at any time (laughs) more than now i don't know if that could exist like this time that we're in right now it's just really showing me that i'm just so blessed to have friends like you and a real family of real wealth of love and family in new york city um around the world uh and in the art community at large you know Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i think if i were to go on the ground as an old man and never have stepped on the stage again, mm-hmm. I would be blessed to have been there and to have met people like you mm-hmm. um, and to just really let my freak flag fly. I'm going to yeah. be one of those old ladies in like final pants yes. with freaking Ray-Bans <laughs> and, and chunky, yes. chunky Crocs. Yes. I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a cool mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> this is, um, but I, I, I had it confused. I'm sorry, Shirley. I'm just going to wrap up. I had it confused at one point. I, I think I thought it was what this business could give me for yes. a while. Yes. Um, but now I see that in turn, it giving me something mm-hmm. allowed me to be able to give back that much more to yes. people. And I, don't, I don't have to need money <clears throat> as long as you know that. Just know that you're thankful. Um, I'm thankful to have you here. I'm thankful to know you. Um, And there's really, you know, people that have never had a performing arts family, they get offended when you call, you know, they get, they almost get offended when you call a group of people that you, that you do shows with or spend X amount of your family, but you literally have no other choice because they are there for you. They are going going through the motions with you and um and growing with you and and seeing your flaws with you and taking notes with you and all of that stuff. Right. And so to be able to have a family uh that loves you 
is is a gift, and, and that's what I call you. I call you family. Um, so your so for your, I love you, Darius. So for your listeners that are out there, um, can you tell them where they can find you, uh, where they can find your videos? There was a video that you posted a couple of weeks ago that I absolutely love that has probably yeah. like two K like views now. Like it's going, I feel like it's going to go viral. Can you tell us where to find you? Oh yes, um, you can find me on. <clears throat> excuse me, let me clear my throat so the people can hear me, darling. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Darius Harrius. Uh, my name is Darius Harper, Darius Anthony Harper. Find me on YouTube. Find me on find me on Facebook. Let's be friends. Um, I love you all. You're worth it. Uh, inspire somebody today. Inspire somebody today, Darius. I am constantly inspired by you. Um, listeners, I am constantly inspired by you. I am always leaping. I thank you all for listening. Please know that every time I record an episode, I am leaping. I am trusting God. I am, you know, getting out of my own way and pushing past insecurity. So I thank you all for coming back and listening to me and loving on me and holding space for me. So thank you again. I love you. This is sure. Gore with the Quick Change Podcast. You all stay safe out there.